When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4B, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joseph. Hello. And we're here to discuss New Girl Season 2, Episode 17, Parking Spot, with you guys. Before we get into the discussion, as always, we'll start with a feeling stick. Does anyone have anything they need to share before we start? Joe? Um... No, I don't have any feeling sticks tonight. Okay, Heather, do you have a feeling stick? Uh, yeah, I got a couple, uh, well, a couple quick ones. Um, for the Rob Riggleman fans, he has a new Aflac commercial. I love how you're still calling him Rob Riggleman. The Rob Riggle. Oh, it's Rob Riggle. Yeah, but last okay. during a couple podcasts ago, Joe called him Rob Riggleman on accident, and then you started calling him that, so then Joe kept calling him that. <laughs> Sorry. Got- Anything else? No. Okay. So um, we should mention that Lamorne Morris's podcast, Unwanted, wrapped this week that we're recording, but like a week and a half ago when you listened to this. So if you haven't listen to it yet you can go back listen to it all in a row without having to wait week after week it's really funny um we also want to say thank you because our numbers have grown so much especially since the cooler episode um as far as streams and on the instagram and i want to bring up something about instagram uh someone today her name was abigail and she messaged us all the rules i haven't had a chance to read the whole thing yet all the rules to true american she figured it out Oh, and it is lengthy. I look forward to diving into it. She's at Abby's Life 246. And when I wrote her back, like, oh, this is so cool to do this yourself, she responded, I can't believe you answered me. And it cracks me up. <laughs> people do that because, like, we're just three people talking about New Girl. And we're super excited if you want to listen to us. And if you send us a direct message, I will read it eventually. Maybe not. With Abby's case, I was on break at work. So I just opened it right up. Um, we love when you guys send us DMs. I always open them because they're usually positive, so I'm excited. And we do like the comments too, but those get hard to keep up with, especially the older ones. But we love the DMs. We love the love. Thank you for listening and following us. And I too am excited. That's amazing, the true American rules. Yeah, I, I look forward to reading them. But like I said, lengthy. I mean, she really put some effort into it. So kudos to Abby's life. Um, so the Netflix description of this episode, Parking Spot, is Schmidt finds a prime parking spot, which the roommates then fight over. Meanwhile, Winston looks for a condom after getting invitation from Daisy. Guest stars from this episode include people we've already been introduced to in prior episodes, so we'll skip that section and jump right into the first scene, which is Nick and Jess awkwardly brushing their teeth next to each other talking about how not weird everything is when Schmidt runs in, can barely <laughs> breathe, and is like, 
parking spot and everybody wants it. We know what it's like to park in Los, An- park in Los Angeles, right guys? True story. So a parking spot's a hot commodity. I can't believe they thought they had an apartment that didn't have a parking spot. Yeah, that was weird. And Schmidt came across it because he was rinsing out the dumpster. So gross. <laughs> Not surprised. So everyone's back up in the loft, still arguing about it. And I think it's Jess who suggests they share it, but no one's interested in that. And Winston gets a text and is already kind of zoning out. And we find out that Nick refri- refuses to pay for the Wi-Fi, also known as Wi-Fi. Do you guys pronounce Wi-Fi wrong when it first came out, or did you always know it wasn't Wi-Fi? <laughs> uh, knowing me, I'm sure I pronounced it wrong. Joe, you seem like you'd call it Wi-Fi. No, I'm a, I was a Wi-Fi guy, because wireless, why, why, why? The one, <laughs> the one that <laughs> everyone at my work argues about is GIF or GIF, but it's GIF, I think. It's GIF. Yeah, Joe, what do you think? I think I call them memes when they come Oh my out. God, yes. No, you still do that. Those are not gifts though. Those are memes. Yeah, I call them memes. Well, one of them's not a teenager anymore. Love when Joe calls them memes. Like it's just a big hit around the house. So I don't remember why. Oh, I do remember why. Uh, Schmidt says that he shouldn't have even told them about the spot. He's the dumbest boy in school. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff has an outside day flashback. Heather, <gasps> you love outside days. Love him. And when I think th- this is the first time we see outside days. It is? Yep. Oh, interesting. I just think I know about him from other episodes. You're right. I confuse him and Remy all the time. This is the first time yeah. we see outside days. And I didn't even give him a shout out on the guest stars. Because oh. I, him. <laughs> I hope he's not listening. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up and put that in the next podcast. Sorry, Kara, after who plays outside Dave. So, well, I like the uh, I like the, the description Jess gives of outside Dave. Mm-hmm. He throws his dentures and doesn't like cookies. Yeah. <laughs> that is very like those are those are her those are I guess are her deal breakers, right? Yeah, I mean, we're talking, we just talked about deal yeah <laughs> and then doesn't she he want her to get him a coffee well she says can i get you anything and he wants a two percent latte or something that's right <laughs> he's like work so hard can i just rest yeah <laughs> so um then winston's like well daisy only has a small sex window so i'm out and he leaves he yells i still want the spot and that's when the three stare at each other and very quickly and not surprisingly Jess and Schmidt realize if they turn their gaze to Nick, they can get him out in a snap. And he, of course, leaves and says, I can't believe how much you guys care about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, that makes him the decider. And as Jess would say, you can't escape destiny. She comes for us all, that relentless bitch. And Schmidt, Schmidt says, Sharon. Sharon? charade instead of charade oh yes what a classic mispronunciation yeah so we find out that you know everyone's gonna have to fight for the spot and that nick's gonna be the deciding vote so jess goes into nick's room wearing a hoodie and under the hoodie she's wearing an invisible shirt (laughs) yes i wrote that too 
apparently flirting by chewing on the string from his hood that's crunchy. So that's pretty gross. Especially now, everything for COVID lens is like so extra gross. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, because she looks so cute and she's flirting with him, she's got her hair to the side and she has her invisible shirt on, he gives her the parking space. And right when he thinks he's going to get a hug, maybe get a little action, she does a purple nurple and runs away. No one saw that coming, I'm guessing. No. Joe, did you? Uh, no, no, but that's Jess. Jess always doing the unexpected. That's so true. Jess and Schmidt. So now we're at Daisy's apartment, and I, this is so relatable. Whoever wrote this, Winston comes in, and he's like, I couldn't follow your directions. That's why I'm late. For future reference, I'm more a right-less guy than a north-south guy. Yes! Which is so That's true. That's me. And he says, all the apartments look the same, which, I mean, so true. It's especially big apartment complexes in larger cities. I don't oh, know how yeah. anyone ever finds their way to where they live. Yeah, though that's very tricky. So in his rush to get there, we discover he doesn't have a condom and he leaves so he can go get one and we'll return to that fiasco in a minute. So we're back at the loft where Schmidt has poured Nick a fancy cold beer. And as he's drinking it, drinking it, Schmidt says that he knows that Nick's gonna give him the parking space and Nick spits the beer back out into the cup and says he already gave the spot to Jess when Jess walks in and oh boy, does Schmidt overreact. Heather, do you wanna say something? Yeah, I just wanna back up a little bit to the whole condom thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very first show to do like condom scenes on primetime was Golden Girls. Either way, they were trailblazers. Good job, girls. So that's when Schmidt overreacts completely because can't you smell it and hear it? The filth and lust in the air. It smells like Tijuana in here. Tijuana, yes. And he finds out they kiss and says, mazel. Mazel tov to both of you. And Nick says, well, I don't know what mazel tov is, but it doesn't sound good. (laughs) (laughs) It says like congratulations. You know, I know what it means. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Nick. <laughs> Which actually in the episode, it was either called Kids or Children or when, um, yeah, that's not what it was. yeah, that's what it was called. When uh, Russell's daughter's at the loft and Nick or Schmidt thinks that Cece's pregnant and he tells Nick, the girlfriend goes, Russell Top. He goes, Nick, you finally brought home a nice girl. So it's not like Nick's never heard it before because he's right. never heard it before in an episode. Anyway. Yeah, well, that that uh, that leads into you know Schmidt wanting to know why, like how how and why does this happen? And I like I like when Jess goes, "Well, I just shook what the good people of Oregon gave me." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That's funny. No, that that's her. It. That's where her parents are from. No, I know. <laughs> but most people say I just. Shook what God gave me, but exactly. she's like, no, the good people of Oregon. And then <laughs> the best, the best comedic uh, scene is the explanation of the no nail policy. That's well, we're where not they there. go. We're not there that. yet at all yet, though. Oh, I thought we were there next. No, maybe that's why I, I didn't remember that scene. We're we're a couple, several scenes away. So we're back with Winston, and he's at the like pharmacy in sweats that say yum on the butt because he accidentally grabbed Daisy's pants. Uh, yeah. 
and he has no wallet. He gives a speech about needing a condom and gets kicked out. Then we're back at the loft, and that oh okay. Then now that's when I see what you're saying, Joe. When um, Schmidt's asking her questions and he's freaking out, saying like, "Do you think Mono's just a joke?" Because Nick's obviously yeah. so unhealthy. <laughs> And Nick just can't handle the arguing and the manipulation. And he gives a spot to Schmidt, who behind him is making like happy faces. And then when he turns around, is making sad faces and cracks me up. Je uh, Nick goes, I, I can't have people thinking my decision's not above board. The city can't handle another scandal. Oh, I love that. So funny, so ridiculous. So he leaves, and that's when Jess tries to give. Schmidt a purple nurple, but can't find his nipples, which is weird, but what happens? <laughs> so she runs after Nick and he's out at the elevator and they're like, why is everything weird between us? And they do a, a weird off, if you will. And that's oh, when Nick, I didn't like that. I didn't either. That's not one of my favorites, but I see it gets some good play on the internet. Um, and Nick just decides he's taking the spot. He runs off to get it and Jess runs to get hers. Nick's asking kids to help push his. Jess is stopping to take a picture of like seven <laughs> cats on a car. And that is That's foreshadowing, so Heather, because the cat episode is literally right around. We, we're going to meet Ferguson so soon. Well, and it's something I would do. Yes, stop and take a picture of cats on a car, definitely. Yeah. And um, Nick gives up on his car and goes and sits in the parking space in a chair. Schmidt hits him gently with his car which is shocking. Then Jess comes and hits Schmidt's car to push them all out of the space and they all end up having to stand or sit in the space because none of the cars are in it anymore. Whew. Okay, you guys ready for the next scene? Yep. So all of a sudden, Cece's in the episode. <laughs> out of nowhere, Cece and Chevron are in her apartment and she's explaining, thank you for giving me a second chance. My friends are really great. You just need to know them. It was a weird night. And Winston on cue bangs on her door yelling, he needs a rubber. And she goes, oh, he pronounces rhubarb rubber. Nah, condom. And I love when she opens the door and says, we are not close enough for this. <laughs> so now Jess has some candy and she throws it out of the parking space trying to get Nick to go after it. Schmidt has to pee, but they remind him if you leave, you're out. So he pees inside himself, whatever that means. But reminds me of Joe's public urination story. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's a great one. I got a lot of texts about that one. Um, so that's when we find out, Joe, why don't you explain the no nail oath to us? So the no nail policy, it's kind of funny how he, he brings it up and she's like, whoa, what, wait, wait, what? What are you talking about? And it's the policy that the three guys made that nobody would sleep with Jess and then, but there were some covenants, <laughs> which Nick's like, I didn't read the fine print. I don't know about those covenants. <laughs> because if one if one was to uh, hook up with Jess, then they all get to hook up with Jess. Unless they could turn it into something profitable. Yeah, yeah, business that's profitable. Profits all the members of the law. Yeah. And you find out about the no-nillos in the parking garage. And he says, Jess, you know nothing about men. And she says, um, obviously I do. That's where I wear short skirts and wool tights. Wool tights. Yes, I thought you would appreciate that, Heather. 
I did because I used to wear short skirts and wool tights in college. Uh, yes, that's true. And then before we get into the the fine print of the no nail oath, Winston's back at Daisy's, but he can't find her apartment because they're all the same. And yeah. I guess he just somehow he gets home and has his car keys, but whatever. So Jess, um, everyone goes back upstairs. Oh no, I'm sorry, they're still downstairs. And Jess says that they can't go back to the way they were to Nick. Things have changed. And he's like, that kiss was the dumbest thing I've ever done. If I could go back and take it back, I would, I regret it. And Jess is very upset and leaves. And that's when Schmidt says, you have to go out after her every second you wait. You know, you're a bigger jerk. So Nick mm -hmm. goes after her. And this is so powerful. He says he doesn't regret it. And he only regrets that it made things weird. And she was like, I can't believe you guys thought I wouldn't be able to help myself. I wouldn't be able to resist hooking up with one of you. And he says about the no nail oath, it was me. I couldn't help it. Admitting what we was he loved Jess the minute she walked in. And right as they're about to kiss again, Schmidt comes in and ruins it and says, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's when he reads the details of the no-nail oath, which would make any woman extremely angry. Um, and I, what we basically covered it was Joe's synopsis there. So he says, you want normal. The only way for things to be normal is for us to kiss. So Schmidt and Jess kiss. I felt it was uncomfortable watching that as they seemed doing it. How about you guys? Oh, yes. But I <laughs> Winston is, comes in. He's very upset. Everyone's hooking up but him. Apparently Jess and Schmidt even because he sees the end of that. He has nothing. He needs a win. So they give him the spot only to find out once you pull into the spot, you can't get out. You can't you open can't. your car door because <laughs> it's so small. That's happened to all of us before. Maybe not that extreme. Yeah, I've had to have people pull my car out for me. I believe that. So that yeah. brings us to Jess. Look, there's not a lot of looks. Oh, wait, the... just just really quick. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say that I liked the fact that they kept saying the word apartment 4D because that's the name of our show. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is very they true. They said it like three times in the episode. Yeah, sometimes I regret naming it that because they call it the loft so much. I feel like, oh, I should have named it the loft. But the they loft. But apartment 4D several times. Yeah. So what is our favorite Jess look? Joe, why don't you go first? In this one, I don't know. I really didn't see any looks that she had that stood out to me. I agree with that. Heather, was there a particular outfit of what, like the two outfits she wore? One outfit? Uh, no, I didn't like them, so I went with the invisible shirt. Oh, yeah, there would be two outfits. because she had <laughs> I, I wrote nothing down for her clothes, but I liked her side part because I love Zoe Deschanel slash Jess's hair for bangs and the long hair super curly, which is the seasons go on, it gets shorter and a little straighter. But it's so fun when she mixes it up, like how Heather likes when it's up. I like that they introduced a side part. Nice. So best dress for this episode? I have no one. Heather, what do you have? I actually have uh, first place Winston's Yum Pants. Oh, good call. And then it cracks me up that Schmidt is wearing khakis and a light blue cardigan to clean the dumpster. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not like sweatpants or something. Right. Joe, who is your best dress? In this episode, I really didn't have a best dress. They were all pretty much on the same plane. Yeah, I think we all okay. Heather had a good point about the young pants. 
So that brings us to favorite Schmidt moment. The jar count is zero, but my God, the no nail oath is like $5,000. Yeah, absolutely. And my favorite Schmidt moment was him reading the fine print only because it's so awful and sexist and appalling and disgusting. And he's just reading it like I'm talking right now about the podcast. Just these are the facts. Nothing yeah, that was all. So while offensive, it was my favorite Schmidt moment because of his delivery. Heather, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? Well, you know what? This episode, it, Winnie B really steals the show, mm-hmm. which is like a shocking thing for me to say because mm-hmm. I'm such a huge Schmidt fan. Yeah. But my favorite part is his pronunciation, charade. Very good. That's a good one. Joe, did you give us your favorite Schmidt moment? No. The favorite Schmidt moment, I feel, was the no-nail policy and his reaction to finding out. And it's so funny because girls and guys can always have that vibe and know when something's going on. Like, he just sat there. He's like, wait a minute. And all they were doing was sitting next to each other, texting and, you know, no big deal. And... There was just a vibe they gave off that he's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> this room is full of lust, <laughs> you know? And Tijuana. he just, yeah, like Tijuana. So that was that was probably the, the best moment was, was that whole scene and the speech and everything else. Nice, I agree. So um, favorite, funniest moment overall. My favorite moment for sure was the Nick Jess chemistry before Schmidt comes in. And when he tells her it was me, I couldn't help it because that was just so nice because nothing really great happens with them in the last episode. We have Kiss, then we have the dating convention thing, which is like, okay, and then this. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. They're going to hook up. And then Schmidt ruins it. Heather, what was your favorite or funniest moment from this episode? Oh, to me, it had to be when Winnie B is outside and he finally has the condom and he's screaming, Daisy! I know it's like where did they film that because that very much looked like a real apartment complex and it was nighttime like that's gonna make some noise Joe what was your favorite or funniest moment well you know I kind of like the fight over the parking spot and I, I like that when Jess said I got a purse full of candy and empty bladder we'll be here all night you know <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah and and just the the irony of you know it's so funny because when I had roommates when I was younger and we lived in apartments, you know, each apartment gets one covered spot. The other guys got to park in uncovered parking. Mm-hmm. So you almost make your schedule around, okay, when is this guy leaving? So that's when I'm going to go home, make sure I get that covered spot because <laughs> there wasn't a, a covenant of one person getting it. It's who came home, you know, and it was open, got first dibs on it. So I can relate to the uh, the fight over the parking spot. That's for sure. Definitely. <laughs> okay, that brings us to Honey Roast Award for best character performance, etc. An episode. Mine goes to Jess and Nick, or to Zoe and Jake, I should say, for just an insane, impressive amount of chemistry. That mm-hmm. it's so hard when you see people in a show like that, and then you find out they're not together in real life. Um, <laughs> Heather, who gets who or what gets the Honey Roast Award from you this episode? Oh, you guys know me. Outside Dave. Oh, yes. The first time we're seeing him. (laughs) Well, uh, like I told you, anytime there's Outside Dave, Tran, or Remy, 
You don't even need to ask me my honey roast. But I'm still going to. Okay, you can. Joe, your honey roast award? Um, For this one, probably, probably Jess. She had some good, you know, funny lines. I shook what the good people of Oregon gave me, you know, um, you know, the purse full of candy, empty bladder, you know, just, just everything. And, you know, and, and it's so funny. She was running to get her car and she saw the cats on it and she stops and take a picture, yeah. you know? And so that's, you know, that's just typical Jess. Very much so. So that brings us to discussion questions. I'm excited we have time for those this episode. Sorry for everybody who tuned in last week and we had to cut things short a little early. My discussion question is, that I would like to know who you think deserves the parking spot. Oh, I that think... was mine. Oh, really? Well, I have another one, but yeah. I think very strongly that it, well, I think they could have shared it week to week, to be honest. Just this idea of sharing it for a day and a half was ridiculous. So ultimately sharing, but not only did Schmidt find the spot, he made that really compelling argument during their disagreement. He's like, I paid the lion's share of the bills. I do the cleaning. I found the spot. And those are all really good points. He does do, and like a lot of the cooking. So I felt like it ultimately should have been shared. Wasn't that hard to figure out? Not that big a deal. But if we have to pick someone, I am picking Schmidt. Heather, who do you think deserves a spot? Well, I think they should have done it one week per month because there's four of them. Perfect. That would be the easiest way. But I also think that for all the reasons you listed, it should be Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm going to add a reason that he's the only one with a nice car. Those other cars mm. can be outside. You're making that's, a, that's the best point of all, probably. Yeah, except though, on the other hand, I want Jess to be safe. Mm. So... It's it's a t- it's a toss up between Jess and Schmidt, but definitely not Winnie or or uh, Nick. I love when he turns the feminist argument on Jess, and he's like, "Because I'm a feminist and I want to support you, I won't consider that a reason why you should have the space." And she's like, "Thank you." Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, he's who do you think clever. deserves the space? Well, I'm from the old school, so I think the lady should have it because she's got to be closer to the building. So that's uh, even though, yeah, Schmidt has a nice, the nicer car. I just think you let the girl park there because it's it's lit, it's safer, it's closer to the to the entrance and exit. So I would give that's, it to Jeff. That's why you're everybody's favorite, Joe. That is really nice, Joe. We have a predominantly female audience. So, <laughs> and they're all obsessed with Joe. Joe, did you bring a discussion question from this episode? So my discussion, not really. I I was I was thinking about you know uh, you know when 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 you have that uh, secret you know not I don't know if it has to be a secret relationship but you have a secret and there's just something that you do that gives it away that that people who know you like Schmidt and Nick are best friends so he was just able to say wait a minute something's up and so do you a have that best friend who can just look at you and know something up and then do you have I guess tell signs that like oh no 
no, something's up. That's not right. Interesting, Heather. Um, I would say that it would be you. Oh, me? I thought you were talking Joe. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like, really, Joe? Because <laughs> you always like can figure out what's going on with me. Yes, you're pretty easy to read. Well, no, even if it's on the phone, you're like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that your answer? Your full answer? You're, you're that friend. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I don't I think I can cover stuff up pretty okay if I want to keep a secret, but I don't like secrets and I hate lying. I think it's kind of exhausting. It makes me nervous, so I don't really have an answer. Uh, so Heather, that brings us to your discussion question. Okay. Um, okay. First of all, um, okay. I have two. Couldn't they like steal this? Like Joe said, it's whoever gets home first. So couldn't they just, um, steal the spot when the other roommate is at work? I mean, that, yeah, that brings it back to sharing. It's just, you know, they had to find a way to have them arguing so Schmidt could find out, basically. And then um, my other question is going back to the beginning where Schmidt says, I have the small, why does he have the smallest room? He does everything. Well, that comes back from the second episode when Winston moves in and he's like, tries to trick Schmidt into giving him the bigger room. Oh, it was in the bigger room. And he's like, oh, yeah, the like leader, the big dog has a small room. Like, you're reverse psychology me, but I'm reversing that. And basically, Winston just tricks him into it, tries to take it back and say, never mind, you can keep it. But Schmidt's being so Schmidt and has internalized it and made it so crazy, he ends up giving it to him. So that's why it makes no sense if you look at it from far away, unless you go back to that second episode where he basically got tricked into getting the smaller room. And, um, yeah, those are mine because you asked my other one. Great. Okay. So that concludes this discussion. We'll see you guys next week when we're hoping to all be in the same room. Little better audio quality, little less pauses between talking. Fingers crossed. And Thanks for uh, hope you guys in have a great week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.